Show. Come on. With DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. What's going on, world? It's the pregame party miss podcast. Make sure you follow me on that Instagram underscore DJ Chase on that Twitter at DJ Chase, that Facebook DA Real DJ Chase. Lock in with me. Enjoy your listening experience. I hope you guys are really, really enjoying the podcast. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy bringing you guys really dope interviews. So, you know, have some fun. Tune in. Lock in. Yeah, the pregame party miss podcast. Let's get it. You are now listening to the hottest station. WDJC-DV. DJ Chase Radio. www.djchaseradio.com. Yeah, man, it's the only DJ Chase Worldwide Sounds Record Zone, man. You're now locked in right here. 105.7 The Phase, man. Catch my show, man. I'm the newest member of the team. New York City all the way to the ATL, man. DJ Chase, the pregame party miss podcast right here on Atlanta's hottest new station for indie DJs and artists. 105.7 The Phase. You know this, man. Yeah. 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 man. Just having some fun. Just having some fun. Yeah. We in a race against time. Can you feel this? Who the hottest right here? DJ Chase Radio record breaking exclusive. Exclusive. DJ Chase Radio. Who the hottest right here? Who the headless? Hellas Black Power, Black Pride. Who's the nearest? Put your glasses on, see who's the clearest. Yeah, I'm doing my thing. I never let up. I'm rapping now. All types of stuff. What you wanna do, man? Yeah, I'm having fun. Work out, lift weights. Now it's time to run. Stand up. Stand up. For who the illest? The bass so crazy. Can you feel it? Y'all out here. Just hating every day. I work hard, man. And I'm here to stay. We in a race against time. Can you feel it? Who the hottest right here? Who the illest? Black power, black pride. Who's the nearest? Put your glasses on, see who's the clearest. We in a race against time. Can you feel this? Who the hottest right here? Who the illest? Black power, black pride. Who's the nearest? Put your glasses on, see who's the clearest. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> who the illest? I've been through a lot, man. Nobody wanna work, nobody wanna show love, man, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm here though. DJ Chase. The real man, man. <laughs> yeah. More on the way. Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to my guy, DJ Big M. Read my Marat. Yeah. B Diddy, what up? Let's work. One, two, one, two, man. It's the one only DJ Chase, the pregame party in this podcast right here on my station, WDJCDB, DJChaseRadio.com, the Audible app, Apple Podcast, Spotify Podcast, YouTube, DJ Chase TV, and 105.7 Phase Atlanta. We have Georgia Zone, by the way, of New York City, two mommies and a baby, Naisha and Sam. How you, how, financial coaches, and, and I want get, to get into that. I want to, you know, my creatives and my musicians, you know, you guys don't never save your money. Y'all spend your money on weed. And everything else So, you know, I want to give some financial coaches You know, we're going to talk some finance this episode How are you, how are you ladies doing today? We are good, Chase We're good How about you? How are you feeling over there? 
I'm chilling tired, but I'm all right. I got a packed weekend. I got two shows Thursday, uh, Thursday and Friday. So two big, big uh, events. So I'm cool enough. Blessed. I can't complain. All right. So I want to get into you ladies backgrounds a little bit. Uh, so you, you, y'all from Brooklyn. I guess uh, between the both of y'all, y'all from Queens, Brooklyn or the Bronx, right? Right. All right. Cool. 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 So we're going to start with Sam. Okay. What, what part of Brooklyn are you from? Uh, I grew up in bed but I ended up in like East Flatbush. So that's kind of like where I'm from. But yeah. Yeah. Bed-Stuy before people lived in bed <laughs> Gotcha. Gotcha. And Miss, Miss Naisha, what, what part of the Bronx and Queens do you represent? So I was born in Jamaica, Queens, raised in the south side of Bronx, BX all day. I still rep BX. Put your yeah. right hand up. Put your left hand up. Hey. You know it. You know it. You know it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I want to get into this because, like, you know, Georgia and, and New York is a big, big difference. Um, you know, what what made you two uh, transition to uh, living in Georgia? Well, definitely cost of living, you know, mm-hmm. your money can stretch. So we were saving up for a house in New York. So mm-hmm. for us to move to Georgia, it made it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we didn't have to worry about down payment because we already had that because the house is pretty much like half the price. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and for myself, I just wanted some peace and quiet. You know, like <laughs> I worker, always hearing sirens, dollar cabs beeping, people yeah. outside the window. I just wanted some peace and quiet, some grass. I could walk barefoot in my grass, Chase. Can you believe that? Okay. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy it, enjoy it. Nothing like that. Listen, it is what it is. And the reason why I ask, because, you know, New York, the New York uh, public school system, especially New York, is not really, uh, New York is not uh, small business driven. It's corporate business here. Uh, did you, did you two, like, have any, I'm, I'm asking because I really don't know. So, um, uh, did you have any, like, ba- background in business or any, like, formal education in business? Yeah, I went to school for business management and marketing in mm-hmm. Georgia. So, my in Georgia. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you no, I'm saying before you moved there, you went there for that. Before I moved, before, before I moved. you officially before you officially moved to Georgia, you had formal training. Yes. Copy, copy. Now, in terms of fi- financial literacy, like what motivated you to like want to learn it? Like, what say, you know, what what inspired that? Like, what sparked that 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 drive to want to like teach and coach financial literacy? Well, I realize no matter what you do in life, you always need to know how to handle your money. Mm-hmm. And most people don't. A lot mm-hmm. of people focus on making money, but they don't realize they got to focus on what they do with it when they got it. So, Gotcha, gotcha. And as for me, like I said, I went to business school. I was in a stock market program in uh, high school and junior high school. And in and, and your opinion, because my opinion might be different. So and your, and your, your two, your brand is opinion. What's the biggest part of money management that people feel like people you like you say, OK, what do people neglect in, in uh, money management? Hmm. I, I don't know if it, they look, neglect the leaking faucet, like what's really hmm. out of their money. So hmm. I think that's mainly it. And also like connecting emotions to money. Hmm. Like you got to be able to disconnect it and hmm. to be able to actually have like a fruitful life when it comes to money. Gotcha. Here that um, I think people are afraid to ask for help, uh, specifically mm-hmm. in the black community. People want to hide, um, <laughs> be embarrassed. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, a lot of us weren't taught specific aspects, so we're embarrassed that we don't know. But it wasn't 
it's wasn't our fault that we weren't taught. So mm-hmm. you know, that's what we use our platform to share different financial tips. But as black right. people, we have a bad habit of wearing our money. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. I'm here for it. Like I said, the music, you know, I'm in the music business, so I've I've seen all stu- I've seen all the stupid shit that could possibly happen. So mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And then I want to talk about financial portfolio, right? And what do you feel like uh, is better for people to put their money in CDs, money market accounts, or stocks? Mm, great question. Well, it depends on what the use of your money is for. You need it mm. as far as like within the next couple of months, you want to put it into like as far as like a money market so you can mm. have access to it. Um, but if you're talking about for anything long term, which is anything mm. over a year, you want your money to be invested. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so with that being said, because we're going to talk about I'm a finance guy, so I'm a numbers guy. So with that being said, you know, uh, are you guys fans of uh, 401k plans and thrift saving plan? Yeah. Like, as far as, like, you want to have a 401k, I prefer a Roth before a 401k, so a mm-hmm. Roth account, because um, that way your money can grow tax-free as far as, like, um, your interest in your capital gains. So mm-hmm. the biggest fee that you're going to pay in anybody's pocket is taxes. Mm-hmm. So any account mm-hmm. that gets you to grow to money where it's tax-free, that's the account you want your money in. For sure, for sure. I appreciate that. And then, you know, in, in, in the Biden inflation in 2023, uh, do you think that the 50-30-20 rule still applies? And if so, why? Yeah, I think anything that can promote as far as like discipline when it comes to money mm. will always apply. It may need to be adjusted depending on your life because the 50-30-20 rule for somebody, it may change as you evolve in life. Mm-hmm. So you want to get to the point where you can able to live off of 20% of your income. Mm-hmm. Now, but now with that being said, because I feel like, especially in New York, I think the reason I asked that question specifically was because I know in New York is no way in hell that you can save twenty percent, especially thirty percent for emergencies, because the, the the rent is too astronomical. So okay. that's why I was so that's why I was saying more or less why do you feel like that still applies in the Biden inflation era? Well, it, it it's an ideal, like mm-hmm. that's the ideal situation. So if you're not able to do that, you want to at least have a specific percentage that you're able to do and mm-hmm. give yourself a timeline to work towards it. Got you. Okay. But you gotta focus on increasing your income so you can do it. Got you. Got you for sure. For sure. And now I'm, I'm once again I'm asking because I want you to like kind of you know give people these understandings of the situation. And now the new term, the you know the buzzword now is uh, money making while you sleep, make money while you sleep, and passive income and all this fairy tale stuff that they preach to people, uh, you know who can't even read. Uh, what uh, what are two passive income streams that you feel like people should invest right now in these uncertain uh, Biden inflation times? How do you like? What are two passive income ideas that you have that you recommend? Excuse me. As far as like having your money work for you, right? Mm-hmm. I think definitely. Um, I'm a fan of as far as like mutual investments or as mm-hmm. far as like, having your money because you get paid like dividends and then also capital gains at the accounts increase so even mm-hmm. if you have like a job like i think you, that should be as far as like an initial investment mm-hmm. other than that other things that people do property is always good that's where I'll, investment I'll... in land investment mm-hmm. in property having your money work when mm-hmm. you're not working that's always good so definitely do yeah. that copy copy and i want to play a little game with y'all i had a game game financial game right so as financial hey. coaches uh you know say say somebody comes to you with 300 dollars and say you know what two mommies and a baby i have 300 dollars and i want to turn that 300 into 3000 legally not with <laughs> not <laughs> legally yeah. uh okay do you recommend current assets intangible assets or operating assets and why look at this 300 300 is quite small at the moment um mm-hmm. my goodness well what are they gonna do hey 
are they gonna put some some gas in their tank to go do DoorDash? Mm-hmm. Uh, three, I'm thinking three hundred. Okay, three hundred. Yeah. Put this in the stock market. Their, their money's not gonna grow as fast as they'd like to. Um, mm-hmm. Even the money market. Um, so I'm thinking, fill up your tank and go go do DoorDash or buy yeah. some jewelry, make some necklaces, and go stand in the corner. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, being in New York, I've sold things on the train. I've sold stuff at the park. So since it's a smaller amount, use something with your hands and go make a bigger profit. That's there what you I go. Do. I say invest a percentage and then do what you need to do with the rest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Once again, there's no right or wrong answer. It's the answer that you choose. So there's no wrong, right or wrong answer. So my my answer might be different. So what's your answer? I'm curious. Diversification but, is always key. Three hundred. I'm a, I'm a uh, intangible asset guy. So social media is the way to make money. You can make money real quick on social media. So I'm and in that period. So I'm I'm a you know I I do that in my sleep. Three hundred is I can do that in a one four days. I can do that. Mm-hmm. So that that's easy for me. Now, with that being said, now do you guys recommend credit cards or checking accounts? Mm, I would say credit cards because you're using other people's money. However, mm-hmm. you have yeah. to <clears throat> if you're not paying it off in full, at least pay off um, the amount of so you're not paying interest on the account. And mm-hmm. I did this for my wife. Um, she always say, "Don't tell people you learn from me," but I did. Like I would mm-hmm. say, "Okay, I got my first credit card. My balance, my." My um, limit was three hundred dollars. I remember that, and mm. you know, eventually over time, we kept paying the capital one about thirteen years ago, and just keep pay- paying it. And one, mm. your credit's going to increase, and then um, they'll give you more money to to use. So mm. boom, be like, hey, I'm going to use this money on this credit card, pay it back, and mm. then my credit is going to increase, and um, I can get another card with more benefits. So it's kinda, that's how you milk in the system in the in the legal way. There you go. See that's see see how that's that's the what the answer I was looking for. And uh with you know, with that being said, now we're gonna get hit with the the whole like dying without insurance, leaving your loved ones with the bill, and you know, many musicians and creatives are just passing away left and right. They don't like they don't even own their masters, so they can't even pass that on. So, you know, I want to get into this, right? So I'm a fan of term and universal life insurance. So those those are the ones I like. So can you explain what term life insurance is? Absolutely. Yeah, term mm. insurance is always for a period of time. Mm. So you can think when you have as far as like whether it's universal or whole, it's still for a period of time. So if you're over the age of 100, you don't have insurance. Mm. So if you're too long, you ain't having it. But term is for like a certain amount of period of time. So it's for like the immediate time when you need the most income. Mm. During that time, whether it's 20 years or whether it's 30 years, that's the time you're accumulating wealth, having mm. your money grow. So you should be doing two at the same time. Mm-hmm. Without a, you want to make sure you have term and investments. Got you, got you. And um, you know, you ladies do now the, the insurance that you sell, correct? I'm just, I just asking, so you know, my listeners can know the ones you sell is like no medical exam, uh, exam required, correct? No, it depends on as far as like how much coverage they are mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. So there mm-hmm. are um applications where you don't need a medical exam mm-hmm. and you can apply there, but it also depends on how much coverage. Right, because the company not gonna give you a million dollars if they don't check your medical. But mm-hmm. someone can say, Hey, I'm just gonna get a hundred and fifty thousand, two hundred thousand mm-hmm. uh because of their age and past medical history, mm-hmm. then they most likely would be approved. Um, but of course everything is based off of medical history in the background. Gotcha, gotcha. I like that. And um, you know, what's a good premium you say people should pay a month? Like, like, what's too? Is there such thing as like too much premium or too high of a premium to pay? Or I think it's what you can afford. Right. Mm. Like, it also depends on what you need it for. Like, mm. uh, like if you need as far as like, let's say you have a mortgage, you want to make sure your it can cover any mortgage or assets that you have. Mm. You want to make sure it covers any debt that you have. If you mm. have that want to go to college you want to make sure it covers that and mm-hmm. to leave money to have generational wealth mm-hmm. so it also mm-hmm. depends on like what you want it to cover outside of that make sure you can't afford it 
because yeah. you don't want to get something and not be able to afford it and then lose it mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. your insurability changes mm-hmm. gotcha mm-hmm. gotcha thing where insurability is like pretty much like let's say you have the insurance you let it lapse and then you get sick you're mm-hmm. no longer qualified for insurance yes. depending mm-hmm. on like what that sickness is mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you want to make sure get it when you're young or just mm-hmm. get it when you can get it mm-hmm. got you got you appreciate that and uh you know is there like a good like cash value i mean you, you kind of answered it a little bit but it's like uh, like with cash value insurances can you can you explain what cash value is in insurance in life insurance can you explain that yeah, well, cash value is associated with as far as like, it's it's a way to have as far as like money being accumulated mm. um, and attached to an insurance policy. So it's kind of like you giving money to a company, it's for it to accumulate and not attach to insurance policy. Mm. Um, but cash value is not necessarily there to accumulate wealth. So if you want to accumulate wealth, you want to go to the as far as like have your money being invested rather than in the insurance. Mm-hmm. Because, gotcha. Yeah. And just really quick, a lot of people don't realize when they get a cash value, because that is being promoted a lot on social media right now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these people who are promoting it are not even life insurance agents. Um, we are fully licensed. Um, so we try to share the real information. You mm-hmm. can get a cash value policy, absolutely. But if you look at the terms and conditions, which is the fine print at the bottom, mm-hmm. people say, yeah, I'm going to go borrow this money in the next two years. One, you can't borrow from a cash value policy in two years because the money doesn't begin growing until the fourth year. Mm-hmm. As well, if you borrow from that bank, from that um from that policy mm-hmm. they charge you eight percent interest on a loan so it's a loan on your it's own money six to eight it's six to eight sorry about that six to eight percent interest on that on that money so mm-hmm. one you gotta wait four years for your money to grow and then you yeah you probably got a thousand dollars in the um in that policy and you got to put an extra six to eight percent interest it's like are they robbing your money or are they giving you the money you know so you have to <laughs> the terms and conditions Gotcha, gotcha. I appreciate that. And what's a good age you feel like? You know what? We're we're in our thirties, and you know, especially the, the Gen Z, they're afraid of money for whatever reason. So they think money is evil. So, like, what's a good uh, age to start a life insurance policy? Every age. Mm-hmm. Every when age. the child is born, you should start Absolutely. a policy for them. Mm-hmm. And gotcha. health, because and it's because health is a factor. Mm-hmm. You know, health is something you you know you may or may not be able to control. So mm-hmm. that's something you want to make sure. Because if you get a child and let's say it's as like they're fine and they're healthy, mm-hmm. like if, they, if you develop something after your insurance is in in fact you're still covered for insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Also, as far as like another factor. And then I like Mm -hmm. to say, you know, of course, with children, um, you get their insurance policy on them. If something were to happen, unfortunately, things happen to everyone at every age. You're Mm -hmm. able to pay for the home going services. You do not have to ask family and friends for a GoFundMe. um, (laughs) And then last. Uh. I am a lover of therapy and uh, something happened to my child as a mom I know I'm going to need therapy every mm-hmm. other day my therapy sessions cost $150 okay Chase so <laughs> if I have the life insurance policy uh, that can help cover therapy so you gotcha. in a strategic way for sure for sure and now as a musician as an independent musician somebody who owns a company as somebody you know the health insurance is, is ridiculous in New York for small businesses now as somebody who gets paid in uh, electronic payments cash app paypal and cash you know it's it's impossible to get the w-2s but cash app is working on it paypal's working on it you know how would an artist or independent creative uh get a life insurance policy without a, a i guess a w-2 can you get a can you get a life insurance policy with a 1099 or Absolutely. Yeah, you just need a bank account. Yes, you just need a bank account, not a credit mm-hmm. card or a debit card. And a not bank. a cash card. You yeah. need a bank account. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yes, a bank account. Yep. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Now, uh, most musicians, they don't even own a, co a copyright. So with that being said, we spoke about that. I touched on a little bit earlier. You know, uh, what are some like, do you think wills are good things? Or you think like, you know what? Do you feel like savings account and just life insurance policy is good? I think everything is everything is important. Mm -hmm. So, like, but having a will is also very important because you want to make sure that you don't have to go through the court system for your family to get your money. So, mm -hmm. having a will and saying who you want your will and make sure keeping your will up to date is important. So yeah. you can have one, but you wanted to make sure you don't have that ex wife that you don't want to have your Ooh. money on it. Because <laughs> like, a will overrides a lot of other things. Yeah. So. yeah. Keep up to date. <laughs> and then when people have larger family members, you already know when uh, if something happens, somebody like, oh no, that was mine. I gave that to that person. If these things yeah. are listed in the will, then it's yeah. um, as well as um, power of attorney is very important. If you mm. cannot speak for yourself in a medical stance, you want somebody to be able to help you. And last, I'm a parent, so I have to speak on these things. Who is going to take um, take be the guardian for your children? Uh, what mm. if grandma and grandpa is not you know in the health condition to do that? Or what if mm. they don't live in? Okay, so when you set up your will, you also have. Um, uh, um, a, a portion, well, based on the will uh, set up, you have an area where you're saying if in the event of my death, who will be that person that's going to take care of my child? And mm -hmm. of course, yeah, we have godparent, you know, we put those terms out there, mm -hmm. but you have to really choose someone that you really um, believe will take the care that you want. For sure, for sure. I appreciate that. One of my last questions before we get out of here, as as you know, as a grow, growing brand, as a growing financial coaches and, you know, just people don't listen at times sometimes do you feel like you know what you can still be profitable and, and build to scale and, and and still maintain your company's mission i know you sam you said that money and emotion don't mix but do you feel like you can still be scalable and profitable after that uh once you if and still have your mission of not the gofundme pages <laughs> uh. yeah no definitely we can definitely as far as like be that but like one thing i also like want to say is that just doing something is better than nothing like mm -hmm. doing something is better than nothing and i feel like sometimes we hesitate because we feel like we don't have enough money mm -hmm. but you can open up a, a mutual fund with 25 dollars. so mm -hmm. everybody in the, everybody there's a teenager that got 25 dollars. so somebody yeah. got mm -hmm. so it's like you really want to make sure like sometimes we hear information and we're like oh we're not ready yet or that's not for mm -hmm. me like but you just got to get your foot in the game and then just go deeper as time goes on mm -hmm. um and then sheesh i forgot the end of the question but <laughs> <laughs> no no i was bad i was saying i was saying you know could you do you feel like you could be profitable as a business and still ma maintain your mission like you know what i'm saying absolutely because we want to of course like as a business owner you know this already mm -hmm. you can't talk to five people and then expect to get results okay mm -hmm. you can talk to 10 and then keep going on to 15 and 20, mm -hmm. 20 keep going because not everybody's going to listen and um, mm -hmm. we're here to provide the education so as long mm -hmm. as I'm like we putting this out here social media is it's literally touching the globe and keep showing up in people's faces and then they're going to come to us with their questions when they're ready so we're yeah. here we know we're doing our job because we put out the information for sure for sure i like that and what's next for two mommies and a baby what's going on with you with you ladies what's 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 popping what's next exciting so um I, I didn't get to answer the question with passive income we had an airbnb and then now we live in our home now so we're going to get another airbnb before the summer i'm excited mm -hmm. about that and then also um sam is going to be getting her loan officer um license so nice. she'll be able to help people get their loans when they get their when they you know get their home mm -hmm. and what else we'll be getting our order and home insurance license so we can help people with their order and home insurance that's something everyone needs so mm -hmm. we're going to help them say hey you have order and home don't you you think you need something for your life as well <laughs> um, and you know how that go 
Yeah. Uh, yep. And then um, the goal uh, is to just, you know, keep building the community. Got you. Got you. And my very, very last question is, as a growing new financial startup, you know, what is the best advice you have for anybody that's trying to be an entrepreneur in 2023? I think give yourself a realistic time frame. So, mm-hmm. like, don't expect for things to grow overnight. Don't expect for it to grow even in a year. There are some people that are able to make that happen. But be in it for the long run and really have a strong why. In yeah. the words of Issa Rae, don't listen to broke people. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Do not listen to broke people. They will not benefit you. Definitely, definitely. I get it, man. It's two mommies and a baby. What's your social media? Where can people find you? Two mommies and a baby. T-W-O. Mommies and a baby on um, Instagram. Naisha Davis Williams on Facebook. Naisha Davis on LinkedIn. And we are here for the community. Yeah, you know this, man. Two mommies and a baby, Georgia financial coaches, Naisha and Sam. Thank you for coming on my platform. We have just be aired on uh, 105.7 The Phase in Atlanta, my station, DJ Chase Radio. Uh, yeah, so thank you for coming on once again. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party miss podcast, right here on WDJC DB, DJ Chase Radio, Audible app, Spotify podcast, and Apple podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Very welcome. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's the one only DJ Chase, man. You know this, man. You're now locked in. DJ Chase Radio, the new, new audio home for the creative, man. Keep it locked. Stream 24-7. Let's go. We are lit. 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 You are now listening to DJ Chase Radio. Turn your radio up. The home of the creative. Tune in 24-7.